You're listening to the Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Let's get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back, everybody, to the Junior Hereford Show, and I'm ecstatic today to have Dylan Cotcamp on from Indiana, um, who's currently attending Oklahoma State, but he's here with us today to talk about um, our recent Bold Conference. Dylan, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit more to everybody? Yeah, hi, uh, my name is Dylan Cotcamp. I'm from central Indiana in a small town called Clayton, just west of Indianapolis. Um, I do, like Noah said, I attend Oklahoma State University, go Pokes, uh, where I study ad business with a pre-law and a minor in marketing, and I'll be, I'm a sophomore, finish up my sophomore year right now, and it's ready to keep on, keep on trucking. Well, we'll, we'll keep on trucking here, but um, I got to spend a few days down in, down in Texas at GKB Ranch with Dylan, and, and Dylan, I got to learn, but why don't you tell our listeners what you're hoping to do with that, uh, that pre-law degree? Yeah, so um, it was pretty neat to be able to talk with, you know, Gary and Kathy also, and and we talked about my uh, direction I want to go with my pre-law degree, but I plan to attend law school after Oklahoma State. Um, I, I believe as of right now, I'm going to be coming back home to Indiana. Uh, I think it's my plan, that, but I want to become an ag lawyer. Um, but uh, yeah, with that pre-law degree, I plan to attend law school after Oklahoma State. Um, you know, as of right now, my plans go back home to Indiana. Uh, the hope to attend IUPUI, it's a school in Indianapolis where I can um, you know, work with law firms in Indy along with that, you know, being close to, it'll be close to home. So it'll be really nice to be back at the farm a little bit and then being able to attend law school, kind of have a little bit of a sanctuary per se to go back to the barn if, during the stressful times. But I want to become an ag lawyer. Um, you know, the ag industry isn't always seen in the greatest of lights in the mainstream media. So being able to have that voice and be able to, you know, back up farmers, ranchers, um, anyone in the ag industry that you know, they're, they may be in the right, but doesn't always see someone else or, you know, help someone keep their land or be able to, you know, make sure that their land gets put in the right spot for in the future. So yeah, that's, that's my plan with that pre-law deal and going to law school after. Well, Dylan, uh, I, I can say, and our whole junior board can say after visiting with you this weekend, we know, we know you're going to have a voice and have an impact on the industry, but let's start talking about, you know, maybe what Bolt did to, to help you try and find that voice. Um, you know, so first ever bold conference, the, the news is you probably get it broken to you on social media that we're hosting this conference, you know, what goes through your mind when you first see that and, and what maybe kind of made you decide that you wanted to apply to be a part of it? You know, my whole life, I've been fortunate to be putting me in leadership opportunities, um, whether it was with sports, with the Hereford breed back at home or in 4-H or FFA. And, and when I saw this was an opportunity to become a better leader, I'm, I'm always about, you know, I always can improve myself. I can always can get better whatever I do. Um, it really intrigued me, you know, bold meaning the B's building the O's on and leadership development with the LD and, you know, we can always build, we can always get better with that. So I became really intrigued. Um, me, my, me and my roommate, Brian Barber, uh, we talked about it and we decided that we'll, we'll apply for it and see what happens. And we both were fortunate to be able to um, get selected to come to this event. And it's something that uh, it was really neat. It was something that we knew would be a great opportunity, um, great deal to you know, become more involved in our breed and with other juniors in our breed because, you know, we're the future of the Hereford industry. And, you know, I want to be able to, you know, make an impact quick. And I think this this conference, I, or I assume, and I, after being at it, I know this conference is going to really help improve, really helped improve me. Absolutely. And we, uh, you know, we're, we're super grateful that we had the applicant pool that we did. And, 
you know, that applicant pool turned into a super successful group of people um, that were there. And, and I touched on that when you guys were there that night, I said, um, you know, we're, we're super thankful you're here because you're with the elite of the elite of the, you know, the Hereford youth. Talk about, you know, that first night there and kind of what you were expecting going into the conference and maybe, you know, maybe how that expectation was either, you know, realized or maybe changed on that first night once you got there. Yeah, so honestly, I, I really was not sure what to expect when I came. I never went to Pace's a leadership. I always either had state fair or was in football. So I never got the opportunity to, you know, go to something different or outside of the, a cattle show with the Hereford breed um, in the national basis. So I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I knew there was going to be 20 of us coming. I knew we were going to be staying at a pretty special place that Gary and Kathy own. And we're going to learn about leadership, I guess. But I think it was more than that. And when I got there, uh, it was a lot more than just leadership. And, you know, we were, built connections pretty quick. Um, that 20 amount of people, it's really a small number once you all get together. Um, you know, I think that's, that 20 was a perfect amount. On that first night, we all, I mean, everyone introduced ourselves. We all kind of, you know, had a gist of where we were, felt each other out. And you know, that night, it got a little a little interesting with the leadership circus. But uh, we had a leadership circus and that. And we split into groups. And I guess, you know, stating back before that, we cooked dinner. And, you know, I'm not much of a cook. But I think that was fun also, uh, be able to work together as a team. We split up into groups. And after that, we split up in different groups. So we will we're able to work with different people in our, in the conference. So automatically we're with, um, you know, there's groups of five for both of them, I believe. And so automatically right off the bat, I was with four or eight different people. Um, you know, some I knew, some I did not. And being able to work together, we instantly begin, you know, making that friendship, making that connections. And the leadership circus, I, I got the most out of that night. Uh, Talk, tell, tell our listeners, it's kind of hard to describe what the leadership circus is, but you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times now, trying to elaborate a little bit about that, uh, that pretty intense icebreaker we did to start the conference off. Yeah, so we get split up in these groups and um, Noah, you ran it and you talked about the number one rule was, you know, we have to do everything to the best of our ability. And then we get out a list of stuff or we start out in stations, there's 20 stations total and there's whether it's been four groups or five groups of four or five, one or two. And uh, we start going, we're split up in the stations and each station has something we have to do as a group. And then you have your runner and you have your person that kind of delegates everything. I mean, I was the runner. I really liked to win. You know, I thought all we cared about was being the first group to finish all 20 stations. Once you finish one station, you go to the next one. Um, every station was different, whether it was a communication skill or, you know, even something taking a selfie, but it's kind of a lighthearted thing. You know, we got glass, we're able to, you know, have fun with it, but take everything out of each station as long with that. Um, you know, I did suffer an injury and kept on learning to push <laughs> through with that. Uh, but no, at the end, we finished second and I was so disappointed. And I think, you know, when you talked about after you know, the winner wasn't the one that finished first and as disappointed as I was, I didn't finish first. And as like you talked about, um, a lot of us, well, most of the teams probably, we learned that we were cutting corners throughout all those things. We were trying to do whatever it takes to finish first, finish that station as fast as possible. And we weren't doing each station to the best of our ability. We weren't getting the most out of each station. Um, so, you know, with that, that's the whole circus deal, doing each station during, doing something different every time instead of really taking each station in and hurrying through it, it's no different than life. If you don't take every moment in, or if you 
just try to, you know, I'm just trying to move on, just trying to move on. And when that's something that you could get, take a lot out of, whether it's a conversation or, you know, you're even at a grocery store and needs to learn about something with that, with what you're eating. It, yeah. So our, our junior board was uh, super excited that night you got in and, and our big focus that we talked about with Kelly, who, who Dylan, Dylan's going to talk about here a little bit in a second, but Kelly, uh, Kelly helped orchestrate. He's a professional speaker and one of our big goals for that first night was, you know, we, we really don't want this to be something that kids just kind of walk away from without anything. You know, we really want them to take stuff home. And so, you know, that point that, you know, that I hit home or tried to at the leadership circus is, hey, guys, let's let's do this weekend right. Let's make sure we all get something out of it. And so what was really cool about that was, we, you know, that was kind of our ending message for for Thursday night. And then Friday morning, we jumped right back in with Kelly and I'll let Dylan kind of kind of debunk the day. Um, on Friday, or let's start with just the morning rather, I guess, Dylan, talk about, you know, a little bit about how Kelly opened up and how we kind of transitioned throughout the course of that morning between, between him and, um, and, and what he was trying to talk about. Yeah. You know, Kelly is, he's a guy that's been around different people all around the country and has had many opportunities to speak. Um, with us, we were kind of a smaller group. He always said, but, um, the first lesson we talked about is when you enjoy what you do, you do a better job. Um, big thing we talked is butterfly effect um, and taking everything in the moment and knowing that, you know, change can happen. And with that change, with the change is a big word for him that in that first lesson, um, we did kind of hands-on activity. We all went outside and he threw a bunch of change in the air and we had to go find a quarter or a coin. Um, and every single coin was different. Every single, you know, whether it was the year, whether it was how it felt or something like that. And, you know, with that, we learned that one, we needed teamwork because we could, the change got lost in the grass and we had to find that, but um, there's change all around us. And he really hit on that pretty, pretty well because all of us were in a different environment. And this is just our, we woke up and this is our first full day at a place that none of us have ever been. Um, so that was change within itself. And then working with you know, 20 people that's never been in the same room together to, to accomplish one common goal so you know, Kelly did a really good job of you know, talking about how teamwork's vital, how you just gotta understand that something may not always go right, but you know, if you work together as a team, if you work together you know, as yourself and get the most out of it, that you know, it's really important. And I think that's why I took the most out of that uh, first session. I think Kelly did a really good job too of kind of setting that up for the weekend. Like our whole weekend is about like in essence changing you and that, that flowed uh, right into the, into the second segment there with Shannon, um, you know, Shannon Worrell was with us and, and she did a, I thought, I thought what her session was really, really cool. Do you want to talk about the, uh, you know, the personal test that she did and kind of what you thought of your results? Yeah. When we met with Shannon um, beforehand, before we came to the conference, we took a personality test and in that personality test, you know, we had to answer everything to the best of our ability and as truthful as we can, we didn't get the results back yet until we got to the conference and when we met with Shannon, she passes out packets. Um, and we were graded on four key things. Um, it was dominance, which is your take charge trait. Um, extroversion, which is your people trait. Pace, your patience trait. Conformity, your systems trait. Um, those are the, the four big things. And, you know, we say dominance, but it's not really trying to, like, overpower someone. This was, you know, you kind of want to you know, be confident or if you're a person that likes to, you know, take initiative or someone that, you know, like to take a back seat and still make a positive impact. Um, extroversion, how outgoing you are. If you're someone that can talk to a wall and have a conversation or someone that 
you know, you, you kind of start slower, but you make your way into it. Um, and then pace is kind of is, I guess, kind of your calmness. You know, I, you know, as you can hear, I'm talking and I kind of talk a little faster, but I like to get going. Or someone who's more laid back. And then the conformity system is just how, how organized you were. Uh, for me, uh, I'm a people person. I text, tested the highest in the extroversion trait. And the next was the dominant trait. I was really low in the pace trait, you know, as shocker as can be. And then kind of low in the conformity trait. Uh, more of a, as it says, kind of more of a big pictured person. And yeah, so, but I think it's, I think it's important to remember too, like you aren't necessarily, you can be high or low in any of these, yes. terms, but they're not necessarily, you know, like a grade letter, right? It's just who you are as a person and what strength Correct. you need to know about yourself. Yes. I mean, leaders come in all shapes and sizes and all personality traits. And that was the big thing I took away from that. And we all were there and all, every single one of our test scores was unique. Um, no one had the same thing. No one tested exactly the same. And I think that was what's so special about this thing, this, um, this part of the conference was, you know, knowing 20 people are here with 20 different results, but we're all here for one common goal. And I think, you know, that was the big thing I took out of it. And it was pretty interesting. You know, at first I read it, I was like, there's no way oh, this is me. And they kind of gave an explanation of who you are and what you do. And you know, that really hit on me pretty good and realized that I, this is pretty accurate. Well, Bold was uh, definitely help us, you know, realize who we are and helping us improve as, as individuals. Um, we've got plenty of sponsors that help us do that as well. So let's go ahead and give them a listen. This episode of the Junior Hereford Show is made possible by our small advertisers for the month of April who work hard to support the National Junior Hereford Association. Thank you to Dustin Layton with Layton Auction Services, McFarland Livestock of Cottonwood, California, and Rock and Sea from Bowling Green, Kentucky. We'd also like to thank Shaw Cattle Company from Caldwell, Idaho, Stump Landing Cattle of Columbia, Illinois, and McBride Cattle Company of Cortland, Mississippi. We wouldn't be able to do all we do at the NJHA without the support from donors like yourselves who are dedicated to making sure the next generation of Hereford breeders learn, lead, and achieve. All right, welcome back, everybody. And uh, Dylan is super excited to uh, get in on, on on talking about Friday afternoon here, where we had some career roundtables for the uh, the participants at Bold here. Dylan, do you want to hit some of the highlights from that? Yeah. So, um, with the career roundtables, I I took a lot out of it. We were able to have four different stations and meet with six different people. Um, and with that, we met with Colton Pratts, Katie Mor Morston, um, Gary and Kathy Buckholtz, and then. Also, Andrew and Shelly Conley and Alan, all, all six of these people, you know, they came from different backgrounds, but all have the, you know, one common interest or common love, and that's the ag industry, more importantly, the beef industry. Uh, it was really interesting to hear. Uh, and the big take I got away out of it, the big word that took out of it, per se, is communication. Um, they all, you know, whether it was you, know, Andrew and Andrew and Shelly Conley, they just got hired by GKB about just a little less than a year ago, and they run the Brangus operation there where we were. And Andrew, he has a whole whole crew work, working for him. And, you know, whether it's him running that crew, communicating how, you know, every single person has to be, know what's going on. To Colton, who's, you know, he works, he's a field man. Uh, you know, he covers a lot of ground and has to be with different people from different states and communicate and let people know whether it's even from one thing of if he likes a calf to, 
you know, selling an ad or something like that, that's vital for, our, um, for the Hereford industry, really. And he's really important. You know, Noah, you're, you just gotten that job and you know that for a fact. I mean, it's, our field men are extremely important for us. And it was really, really interesting learning about Colton's past and, you know, how he kind of got into that aspect. And Katie Morston, um, or Marston, sorry, uh, her, and her thing was really interesting to me. She works for PepsiCo. Um, so along with that, it's also with the Frito-Lays, Lays Trips, and all those different things. Um, it was really interesting to hear from her because she's a little different aspect of things. She's not with cattle every day, per se, and she has to you know, really communicate the, the goods of the ag industry to people that aren't really familiar with it that she works with on an everyday basis. And then finally, we learned from Kat, Gary and Kathy um, Buckholtz and those people for what they've done to our industry and the Hereford breed or second to nine and they talked to us about you know interviewing process to presentation process to even just how to find a good cow and everything in between the life lessons for them are abundant and you can never you can talk to them for hours and hours and hours and be able to learn something new every second but you know every single person was so vital um and what they said and i took a lot out of that that whole round table session yeah, it was super, super beneficial. Our junior board got to jump in those two, and they were all super, super happy with, uh, you know, what we got to talk about that day. Um, after those after those roundtables, uh, you know, kind of wrapped up, um, I unfortunately had to take off. But, you know, talk about what you and, and the other participants saw as you uh, began those ranch tours and, and where the night took you. Yeah, so we hopped on the, the bus, and Gary and Kathy drove. And had a, Gary had a microphone. It felt like I was on Disney World on a this, the safari ride per se, but uh, we traveled throughout them different uh, properties that Gary and Kathy had, and it was pretty eye-opening that first day. Um, Gary and Kathy took us to where the, um, that area has been hit by severe fires. It's really drought time, and the fires have taken thousands of acres and have caused hay to be gone, cattle to die, and it was really, really eye-opening to see that you know the damage that has been done to that area. Um, and he, they drove us right through it. We got to see, you know, house, people's houses burnt down, pastures are down, fences had to be broke because, you know, just to save their cattle. And he talked about, um, you know, how the whole community really came together for that, trying to help one another. And that was, you know, that was really, really impactful to see, um, kind of made you realize there's always something that could be worse. Um, you know, what you're going through, your battle, there always could be something worse for someone else. And, and that really hit home for me is that because I was complaining about all the mud we had in Indiana and the mud suddenly didn't seem so bad after seeing, you know, the devastation that happened to all of them. And after that, uh, we were able to see some of their recip areas and that was really interesting. Their recip herd was, it was quite the, quite the herd of recips that, that was immaculate set of cattle, um, see some operations they had and, um, kind of where where they started and where they're they're building in that area that they're new to absolutely and so you you get to go on these ranch tours and and i i got i got snapchatted in that um you know after those were done you guys went back and i i believe the the fish fry went well and i even saw that you maybe caught the first fish of the night so just talk about what it was like hanging out that night and and what you kind of got to do there yeah i think i think what's so special about bold and you know what's different in faces leadership we all stay in that one um, you know big house so you know, we have our roommates amongst each other, but we're all in one place. And it's not like, you know, we have our living room. There's living rooms for us to all hang out in, whether we're watching basketball or we all decide we're going to go fishing. Um, there's a pond outside in the, in the pasture right 
just really right outside the the house. Um, it was something we only had four poles. We all kind of had to work together and we all watched and caught. And, you know, of course I was the first one to catch a fish because, you know, I had, I had to do something right for that day, I guess. <laughs> so catching that fish was the first thing I did that I got done. And, you know, it was pretty, it was, it was fun. It was a fun night and we all hung out we played cards. It was really a big social aspect of things. You know, everyone was together, all 20 of us, we all did everything together. And, and that really built our relationships a whole lot. We, these are friend, people that I think I'll have, or I know I'll have lifelong friends with. Um, and the evenings are what really is built, built it the most. Yeah. And that, that was a big goal for us too. I mean, we, we knew exactly what you were going to get, what you just said there, you know, we're all staying in the same place. It wasn't like a hotel where we had to make sure, you know, you know, kids weren't, you know, bothering other people at the hotel. So to say we get, we could kind of just let you guys be you. Um, and hopefully those fr those friendships and, and connections transit transitioned into the next day. Um, you know, talk a little bit now about our junior board hosted some some pretty cool leadership ses sessions themselves. Talk a little bit about those and maybe some of your your key highlights there. Yeah, so the board split up. There were six of six of you guys left after you left, and um, they split up in three different groups. And each person kind of had a common theme per for their session. Uh, the first was Wy Lauren and Wyatt that talked and kind of different. Their big thing was intra versus intercommunication, whether it's about talking about yourself or between each other. And, you know, we're going back to that communication thing that I took from the round tables and, you know, how important communication really is and how you, you're going to have challenges in your communication. We had a deal where we split up into groups and we were in an airplane and only one person had the the rules but we didn't know that only one person had the rules and we all were trying to figure out how to do something but none of us could talk we only could pass notes and the notes had to be approved by the board members it was something that it was we felt frustration we felt confusion but we had to keep working amongst ourselves and realizing you can't, sometimes communicating over voice is always a thing and a lot of it's your body language and you know how you work together even from times that you, you can't really you can't talk and that was our deal and we had a really like hands-on it was it was really neat to have you know something that we weren't just getting lectured the whole time we're out and we're moving and I think that was the big thing about all three of these these sessions and even with Kelly session we were never just sitting there in a lecture for an hour just sit and not doing anything we're always up and moving and I think that's what took the most out of it and every single one of these um events you know, the hands-on deal I think we learned so much about that amongst itself because we we were doing that aspect with so such as the airplane when we were just sitting there but we also had to learn how to communicate without talking um the next session would have been with Ralston and Libby and that was about emotional maturity and they even admitted when they were given this topic they weren't sure what emotional maturity is and, and I don't think I really understood that as for, for at first either um, but their main questions was how do you respond how did you react so I think the big quote that they said um, was if you don't feel un if you don't feel uncomfortable you're not doing it big enough you're not doing it big enough everything was about being big uh, we went outside we played a cool version of sharks and minnows <laughs> but it was something that it made ourselves look ridiculous and we were doing something that is sharks and minnows and rock, paper, scissors together. And we were 
throwing her arms in the air, acting like a bear and everything. And the guy's a good laugh, be able to not take everything so seriously with that and realize that we can look ridiculous sometimes, but we want to get so much more out of that. And if it's something that you don't necessarily think it's cool and you don't think that uh, they'll think it's, this is lame, but at the end of the day, if that's what something that you can get the most out of or something that's going to help you improve, that's all, that's the most important thing. Um, along with that, we did some cool skits. We had, but with them skits, everything, every single part, um, every single part was about you know, different situations and how to work through those situations. So the first part of our skits were what not to do in a situation. So you know, my my group had if a professor was talking about how beef is terrible, and then then one of our people in our group had a big old backlash and started yelling at the professor. And something you know, we, we can communicate better than that. Um, and then we did it for the next round, and we talked about having a civil conversation. How there are going to be different opinions. There's going to be two sides of things, and you know, trying to find that mutual ground. And that's what really everyone tried to do. And that's what we kind of got in that mature, emotional maturity workshop. That you know, we're going to be from different areas. People are going to be from all over the country and different backgrounds. And we don't always know, you know, the facts and people hear one thing or the other, but we have to, you know, have that common ground, be able to have a civil conversation with, and try to, you know, work things out. And I think that was really important. I know something and, there that, that Libby and Ralston really wanted to highlight was maybe, you know, the first thing you talked about was a reaction, yelling at, yelling at the professor and, and, and getting angry, but maybe a better response was, you know, having that civil conversation. So I think it's cool that you brought that up. Yeah, no, I, they, they did an awesome job of, you know, that the skit thing was another thing and I was out of my comfort zone a little bit for that but and I think we all were but it was something that you know we've done since we we're like second graders reading off a thing but you know it's all of us now you know, everyone's 18 or older so we're all adults now and it was a big another big thing of being big being bold and doing something that you may think you know this is not something I'll do on everyday business because it's not but you can get so much out of that with that. Um, and the final session was with JW and Bailey. And it was fostering relationships by being bold. You know, the final thing they wrapped it up with keeping that that bold in there. And it this one was really big too. They were able to tie in with what Kelly said in that in his session as well. And um, the big thing we took out of that was people from all over the country with different backgrounds can find a common interest. I guess another thing we talked about was um, you know having that conversation starters, be able to, to keep, get a start a conversation and then be able to, you know, learn about people. And we went outside in the courtyard and we found our common interest amongst each other. So we were grouped up and some people may have a group of two, some people might have a group of seven of their common interests, but we found that there was a common interest amongst everybody, you know, whether it was everyone just liked ice cream or the specifics of the ice cream, it was the little things like that. And that allows us to, you know, be able to communicate and be able to have a conversation and gain connections. You know, that's the big thing. Another thing I took out of this conference was, you know, the connection aspect of things and how important connections are, but you have to be able to communicate. And that's what JW and Bailey did an awesome job of, you know, knowing that there's different things you can do to communicate and there's different, you know, aspects of how to carry on a conversation and how vital it is to, you know, whether, even if you're just asking what the weather is and that sparks a whole conversation within itself and, that's a start and something that you can build off of.
Absolutely. And I, I was super proud of our junior board members. Um, you know, that weekend got lots of good reports from what happened and they worked super hard on those. Um, you know, after those kind of wrapped up there, there was a few things left for the evening, but you actually got to go on, you know, some, some tours again there. Um, did you have any, any, any favorite parts from there and, and what Derry and Kathy got to show you that afternoon? Yeah, this part, this aspect, when we were able to get out on the bus a little bit more and see more of the cattle and more of their operation they have. And it, it was an immaculate place. Uh, you know, they have a working cattle facility that's, you know, second to none, I believe. And big thing I took out of their clean, everything was so clean. Everything was so, you know, nothing was out of place and so organized. And, and that is really important. Um, and to run as, as, be as successful as what Gary and Kathy have gotten of uh, the discipline aspect of things, the taking care of what you have and, and being really proud of what you have. And that's, that was a big thing. Everything they had was, you know, was put together so nice. And, but they were able to, you know, they had a lot of, you know, state of the arts parts of things, but they know, we understand that that was a vital part of being able to do what they do with the amount of cattle they have. And that was really, really neat to see and um, you know, show how hard they've worked to get to there and, you know, know that how great their crew is. That was the big thing they talked about, how proud they were with their crew. You know, these are employers, but they're so, Gary and Kathy employ these people, but Gary and Kathy are also, you know, in their lives. You know, they built personal connections with all these people. I think that's, that's really huge. And that makes people want to be able to work for you, you know, as a lead, you know, they just show what true leadership is. You know, I feel bosses have to be a leader and, you know, you could go two different ways. They could be the main boss or the boss that people want to work for. And you know, it seemed all their employees really, really thoroughly enjoyed what they did. And Gary and Kathy led by example all weekend. It was really a pleasure to see what they did and, or what they have and, you know, how they go about things. But that, that last, that, that last tour, I'm sorry, was, it's pretty neat, you know, see their operations, see their cattle, you know, how proud they are and how knowledgeable they are about the industry and, what steps need to be taken to improve it. Yeah, it sounds like it, it and you know, I'm speaking from experience here too, be, being able to do this a little bit, but Gary and Kathy, they were, they were gonna show you something and, and whatever they're gonna show you, they're gonna do it the right way, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm sure it was really good for all the participants there. And, you know, after you guys got, got that wrapped up, you, uh, you had kind of a wrap up evening, I guess, uh, you know, a Amy, and, Amy and Chloe and Bailey, they did a good job of getting a, a DJ hired and you guys got to have a dance that night. Um, you know, talk about how, how fun that was. I've heard from a couple of junior board members that it looked like you guys had a good time, but, but talk about that a little bit. Shoot. Yeah. We, we had fun that evening. We had an awesome dinner, had steak, potatoes, and it's just, it was, it was, that was good food. The food we had was awesome. We'll throw that out there too. But no, that evening by then everyone gained such a personal connection with one another. We knew that we were going to, we've already stepped out of our comfort zone so much. We can't, we can't do any more to necessarily, if we think we look ridiculous, we didn't care. We were there to get the most out of the experience and have the most fun. And at the end of the day, I think that's, you know, that we all took that, took out of that for the whole conference as a whole. And um, we, there was a DJ and you would have thought well, there was a hundred of us dancing when, it, even though there was only probably 27 of us total. Uh, so that was really fun. Um, we all, everyone danced. We taught each other dances because my Indiana self doesn't know how to dance very much. We don't, we don't do a lot of them square <laughs> dances or whatever we want to call it. But uh, no, it was, it was fun. We worked together on dances. We did some solo dances and 
we all looked ridiculous and had fun looking ridiculous. And I think that, that was really fun. I hear we even auctioned off a hat that night. Oh, we did. We sold a Haifa hat for $1 million. I think that's a new world record. I don't even know if a Tom Brady signed hat could sell for that much. JW showed us his talent he had on the mic. Um, the DJ, DJ JJ. So it's, it's a lot to say there, I know. But uh, he's never been in the aspect of the auctioneering part or how we do it in the cattle industry. And he was amazed and so amazed he ended up buying the hat. Um, now, was it real money? We're going to have to definitely say no because it sold for $1 million, but it was fun. Um, everyone's going. Gary and Kathy loved it. Everyone was smiling. Um, we were hooping and hollering, and JW was rambling on. So we got that thing sold, and the DJ, old JJ, he loved it. He thought it was awesome, and it, was, it just really is a great way to wrap up the night. I'm super happy for you guys, you know, all the attendees. I mean, like I, again, like I said earlier, you guys all deserve to be there. You know, as we wrap up here, what, what are you trying to take, you know, what are you trying to apply from this conference? What, what did you learn there that you, you know, maybe you're already even implementing today, but in the, in the coming weeks, what are you going to try and get started? The big thing I want to take out of this conference, you know, we learned so much. And I think my biggest takeaway was knowing that I can be out of my comfort zone. and I'm able to, you know, push through that and understand that, if I'm out of my comfort zone, there's ideally probably someone else's too. And we can find that common, common goal or common you know, ground for that. But to know if, if it's something I want to do, it might not be the coolest thing, not, not be the, you know, what everyone wants to do, but if that's what's best for me and how I can improve, you know, whether it's as a leader or just as myself as a whole, that's, that's what needs to be done. Um, know that it's not always about being the cool person or doing what's the, the popular thing, but, doing what's best for you. You know, at the end of the day, you need to improve yourself before you can help others. You know, um, find your common common self and be able to move move with that and everything will come easier after that. Well, Dylan, thank you very much for sharing and, and thank you sincerely for being on today. This is something our junior board has worked for for a long time, so it's cool to be able to hear you talk about it. Oh, I appreciate the opportunity. The Bull Conference is something that uh, I hope to be able to attend next year. is a lot of fun and you know, I know we all, all 20 of us really enjoyed it. Well, good, good. We are, we're, again, we're super happy for you guys. And, and thank you to all our listeners out there for listening today. And uh, we will catch you back here next time on the Junior Herford Show. You've been listening to the Junior Herford Show with Noah Benedict. Make sure to come back next time to learn, lead, and achieve.